this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? I'm Julia Gomez, and we are talking season three, episode three of Killing Eve. I could not do this without my girls here. I got the fabulous Erica, who brings us always these amazing assassins every week. What's up, Erica? How you doing, Julia? <laughs> <laughs> party people. <laughs> She also got Mia, who always brings us such a fresh take. I love what you always got to say, girly. How you doing? Oh, I love that. Thank you. Hello. I'm good. Happy to be here as always. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We love you. We got a lot to unpack. You guys always, we got some news. We got some sex. What did you guys think overall of the episode? Because this one was jam-packed. I mean, it was coming at us from all different angles. I was like watching and trying to keep up. What did you think, Mia? Oh, my, my <laughs> head was spinning. It went, I just really feel like it went from zero to 100. Like right? Villanelle and Eve, of course, you know, we're going to get into that. Like I, I have thoughts, but I think I have some hot takes about it. And then, okay. I was more shocked. Carolyn almost getting shot through me. Oh. I was like, no, we cannot, our girl cannot die. Um, and so I'm just excited. I mean, this episode was the, the tea. It was great. Yeah. What about you, Erica? What did you think? Uh, same here. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think they finally are starting to pick up the pace because I think there's only usually like eight episodes. So it's like, you can't keep dragging too long. Otherwise, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. So it was nice that they kind of got things going. I liked that um, we sort of get an, an idea of who the team is going to be now that's going to be doing the investigating and everything. So yeah, I like kind of where they're going with it. I loved a lot of the humor that was brought into this episode. For me, I was dying. Like, I was cracking up with the baby when they put her in, like, the trash can. And, like, everyone else is panicking, but Villanelle and, like, Dasha are, like, chilling. They're just, like, don't care. I just thought that was so... <laughs> like, nobody wanted to go confront them. I was like, what's happening? Anybody? I know. Like, I know. No? Okay. <laughs> but we do kind of talk a little bit about Villanelle. We kind of see her coming back. And, like, you know, she she's kind of losing it a little bit. She's just kind of starting to like get a little distracted now that she knows that Eve is back and alive what do you guys think about what's going to happen where to begin Erica 
I totally didn't even throw it at you. Yeah, Erica, what did you think? Because I mean, like you always give us like the inside knowledge of Villanelle. Like you always know what's up with her. I'm um, very curious. I'm like listening. I'm like, yes, girl. I know, you guys are so nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really, I really like where they're kind of going with it because I think even though she's a psychopath or whatever, they're doing everything they can to kind of humanize her. So, you know, even to the extent that she didn't kill the baby and her attract, you know, she was kind of like, obviously not motherly, but it was something about the baby <laughs> and family that was kind of like getting to her. And it was interesting because when she bought the teddy bear, she tried all these like mean things. Like I should have killed you and watched you die. But then what she put on the teddy bear was like, you know, you wish I was there, bro. Yeah. You know, you wish you had me. It was and so that was like so clever, so funny, and just like kind of obviously a tad scary all at once. So yeah, I like where oh they're going with her. She, yeah. You're so right about that. Villanelle literally is like a 90s TLC song. Like, you know, yeah. you wish you had me, boo. Like that was when that was actually the message. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. No. But I, I just have to say, first of all, Villanelle's fashion is always on point. We know that. But that jumper, though. Everything like, she okay. wears. I'm, I'm kind of curious. So did, did you guys, I don't know if I missed it, but what was she doing in that lady's house? Like she was on a jumper. And like a she head was wrap. fixing the piano. She was tuning her piano. Oh, so she was supposed to be tuning it. Okay. I was yeah. like confused. Yeah. I was like, is she just playing it? Like, is she playing like no, just she ended up, for the day? Yeah. What's going on? I thought she was maybe just like playing with it. And the girl was like, can you not? But okay, now I see. I was like, what is Villanelle? I know, she was like, she's like, oh, wait, wash your hands before you touch my important piano. I was, like, I was like, yeah, kill that hoe. She's really irritating. Kill her. Kill her. I know. It's Who is so she talking true. to like that? Take her out. I was so curious because I do, I do want to believe like that she, that the baby kind of got. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. To her, but I also feel like when she said that she's obsessed with power in the end when she's talking to Constantine, and that's why she wants to know about where she comes from so she can have knowledge and knowledge is power about herself. Did that change for you or do you still feel like they're trying to humanize her in, in a way? Erica. Um, I still think that they were trying to humanize her. I mean, I think that's what they always are doing sort of when they show this other side of her. I mean, I I still feel like, yeah, she would kill a baby if she wanted to. <laughs> she like, I'm not saying, she's like, oh, I wanted to be somebody's mama or whatever. But also I think when she says power, she means that also, you know what I'm saying? If somebody's her family or whatever and someone goes after that person, then someone would have power over her. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. So she could also mean that as well. It's like, That's okay, a good point. You, know, 
you know, who's out there for you or whatever, I think. is. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's what I'm always like, Erica, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she I knows the mind. I, I, I write down things to like, be like, all right, so I'm going to ask Erica because she does so much research on all these assassins. She probably like knows like the ins and out. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Erica is like our resident Eve. Like she knows yeah. everything. I'm like, yes, Erica Eve, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think, okay, I, it's such an interesting thing to see into her mind because it's just like one minute, like I think like, oh, she sees herself in another person. Like I think the little boy's name was Felix that she was training, the mentee. Like clearly he killed someone, like he, he loved the person or whatever, and then he killed her family. And she saw herself in him, but then killed him. But then this baby, she clearly, by the end of the episode, we know she wants to find her family. So maybe she saw herself in this baby, like, oh, right. her family's getting killed, whatever. So, but then it just makes me think, like, this is a psychopath's mind. Like, they're selective and you never know what yeah. their motives are, what they're doing, or if it's compassion or, like, a, like a power play, like she mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I really, in that second, when she was going back and forth between, like, shooting the nanny and the baby, I want, I really, looking into her eyes, she's such a good actor. Like, I was like, is this a moment of hesitation? Or is it a scare tactic? And then I feel like it was both. Like, I feel like she has these compulsions of emotion. Like, mm-hmm. you see it with Eve, too, where she just, like, reacts. But then she realizes, oh, my God, no, I have to be hard. And then she goes back to being a scare tactic. So it's just, I don't know. Is she a, is she a sociopath? Is she a psychopath? Do we know? Or is she just, like, a cold-blooded killer? I don't know. Clearly, we know between the two. Like, we've tried. We've gone back and forth, Erica, and I, in the previous seasons when uh-huh. we've, like, we've also psychoanalyzed Eve without, like, <laughs> we're just, like, they're both, like, yeah. in, in a weird way, they both have their things. For me, though, I've just been burned by Villanelle so many times in these last three seasons that I'm, like, keeping my distance. I'm, like, I know I love you, but I don't trust you. And so I just, been, like, I'm just learning my lesson. I'm just, like, I, I know that I want to believe that she has, like, the ability to feel and to create these connections, but yeah. she always ends up hurting me when I do because I fall for it every single time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I have news for you when we get to news and gossip. We'll talk. All okay. right. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta talk about that kiss between the two. I mean, that I mean, like I get in fights, but I do not get in fights like that. What did you think, Erica, about, <laughs> about that fight? Um, I think it was it was I think it was very well done. I mean, I think part of it was that um not so much that she I mean, obviously she was angry at Villanelle or whatever, but I feel like it was more because she blames her for all that stuff with Nico. And then Nico had just like vanished or whatever. And it was sort of like in that moment, she was like, and now here you come, bitch. You know, like, I think that's what made her say, no, you ruined my life. You made my husband leave, you know, whatever. So I think she blamed, you know I mean? I think it was more of some of the anger about Nico leaving. She don't know where he is. He's like, don't contact me. And the woman's like, maybe Poland. Like, I think some of that was more kind of, when she was getting out towards Villanelle when she first saw her, like, because especially at the moment that, you know, when they first interact, it's almost mm-hmm. like going after the Nico thing. So that's was it, I- was it good? Was it good for you? Was like the, re- like them getting together? Was it up to your standards of like what you expected it to be? <laughs> or was it, or did it let you down? Cause that's, I mean, like we have waited for them to like meet up since, you know, she shot her. So did that. Yeah, no, I thought it was really well done and kind of, 
you know, I thought it was kind of cool. It was, I thought it, I really liked it because I'm like, it's so interesting because I've never been to London. So I'm very intrigued about how much she's on public transportation. So that part, I'm like, why is she always getting on a, she can't get a car? Like, and then other people do have cars, but she don't have a car. She's on the bus or whatever. So, um, so I think the whole filming it on the bus and she kind of just shows up and it's like, she's not going to like the fact that they're on a bus, you know, stop anything. So I thought it was cool. I thought it was well done. I, I liked it. So. What did you think, Mia? Oh my, I have... My my thoughts literally were like here and here and here and here. They were just everywhere. But I will first say, I actually wasn't expecting it. Like I knew they would reunite, but I wasn't expecting in that moment. And I was like, Mia, you should have known this was coming. But really, I was like, oh my God, villain up. Like what? What's going on? And when Eve went at her, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was like, Eve, 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 this is amazing. Like my emotions were just everywhere. But I have to say, okay, like I know everyone was kind of like, I was reading on Twitter, you know how I'm a Twitter head. People were so excited they kissed. And like, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, it's one of those shows where I'm like, I know what I'm getting myself into. Like they have an attachment and attraction and emotional connection to each other. But I'm like, Eve, Villanelle has killed so many people (laughs) and you're out here kissing a psychopath after your husband who you kind of helped put into a mental asylum because of what he went through. And now you're out here kissing the girl who killed his kind of girlfriend almost killed him, but let him free. Like Eve, Eve, That's exactly what are you doing? What, yeah. You are above this. But I'm also like, it's like you're trying to see because you're like, it. it's like sexy and hot. And you're feeling it. You're like, oh, okay. First of all, I was not anticipating Eve to be the one to go for it first. Yeah. I, at first, I was like, is she doing it to like distract her and to like make her like not kill her? Because I was like, I'm not sure. I would probably do that. I'd be like, I know you like me. <laughs> but at the same time I, I agree with you with like that's what we were saying with Erica is like she does so many things that makes you question like her own personality and like her own makeup where it's like she almost doesn't have these attachments that you would think are rational like her husband and then just like thinking she's very like selfish in a yeah. lot of ways um so that's yeah well, Erica could probably give us a whole lesson on it because yeah <laughs> I was go gonna back. say Erica is so like she's so understanding when she's talking about it she's like Eve just came from seeing Nico like she's emotional and I'm like Eve you're crazy like <laughs> I know you and I are like oh, girl <laughs> we need this balance we need I this balance to see us, like on that bus though like our faces would have been like what the heck is happening right <laughs> I'm gonna pull the cord next stop next stop get me out of here I know very, very much so. Okay, I want to say a shout out. So that's what I was looking at. Shout out to the people in the chat. It looks like we have like 17 people. Hey, hey. Know, right? Um, so shout out to ER's grandpa. Um and um uh, Missy. Hi, Missy. And hi. Hi. Hi, Nova's Essex. Hi, you guys. Hello, hey. people. Um Oh, wait. Oh, now here's something interesting. ER's grandpa says, I had to rewatch that part to see who kissed who. (gasps) That is so smart, ER's grandpa. Yes. So what did you find out? Please let us know. That's what he said. Or I assume it's the grandpa, right? Um, So (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I think he said he wasn't sure if it was Villanelle or Eve. I thought it was Eve, but I definitely, I felt like it definitely was Eve, but it was, but it was a surprise. I know that's probably why he was like, wait a minute, hold up. Eve? (laughs) Let me go back. Yeah, I assume that's what he meant. But I kind of felt like, um, I don't know, like I wasn't that surprised by it because you know how it is. Like when you see, I mean, 
I don't do this because I ain't the type of person to be wrestling with nobody. I'll be wrestling and all of a sudden they like kissing or whatever. She so I actually know how it is though. She's like, you know how it is. You know how we do on a Wednesday. You all know better than I know because I'm like, I'm not a wrestling type chick, but some people do. And so I wasn't that surprised that that chemistry was still there. It looks like, a, you know, it looks like a, yeah. I bet you had so much fun shooting that. It looked like a fun scene. No, it looked yeah. like a, it was so beautifully shot. That's the thing about this show. It's yeah. so well done. Everything from the actors, they're all A-list actors who are like bring their chops 100% and the cinematography yeah. and everything is just loving it thank you erica for checking in with our chat we really do appreciate you guys yes. coming in with us every week and checking in make sure that you guys give us a like and a subscribe onto our youtube channel and our podcast we're really excited to have you guys especially here in quarantine it gives us a lot of excitement just to be able to share this time with you guys very true very true <laughs> now i know this is your girl carolyn erica this is your girl did you think they killed her. Did you think they they were going to kill I her? I did. I really did at first because I think, we, well, two things. One is once Eve said she thought they were after Carolyn, I was kind of like, no, they're not after Carolyn. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so when, when she said that, I was like, I did think, okay, they're going to kill that accountant because he can obviously tell or whatever. So they're not going to let Carolyn get the accountant and get the information like, and that was a six, you know. that's over the six million missing dollars, right? Six million dollars are missing. Is, is that correct? The yeah, account? I, be I believe that's the number. I know it was two million at some point, And then I don't remember. I think I'm I just remember, I just remember that number being thrown around. And I, right. was, like, I'm just, I was like, so, I'm going to write it down for Erica. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember that. Um, yeah. So no, I did think that she was dead in that scene. Like I thought they had shot her. But I, I did think that Villanelle was coming for the accountant and right. was just going to take out everybody. That's pretty much what I thought. I didn't think, because when she said, oh, she's she's after Carolyn, I was like, for what? Like, she don't know nothing. She, but, you know, <laughs> I was like, they're not really after Carolyn like that. And so then, um, and then when I thought about it, I was like, okay, especially since they had the accountant in the car, I was like, oh, they're going to take him out because before he could talk. So I definitely thought that, but I did think Carolyn was dead. So I was like, <gasps> that would have been too much. Oh my God. Mia, you were saying that if they had killed Carolyn, you would, you would have lost it. I'd have been like, nope. <laughs> I'd have been like, uh, who are they going to kill next? I'm like, just kill them all now. That's how I would have been. But I mean, it is wild. Like, I just, I feel like they, the writers would do something like that. Like, right. or maybe they wouldn't. But at this point, after they killed Kenny, the first episode, of the season, I was like, they'll do anything. This is like a Game of Thrones situation. Like, they'll kill who they have to. Uh, but right. I just, this, hearing Erica talk made me think, like, what was her motivation or non-motivation in not killing anyone else in the car? Like, was it that she had a task and she wanted to complete it and that's all she needed to do? Mm -hmm. Was she thinking about mm -hmm. Eve and saying, well, if I get to Carolyn, it's going to upset Eve because, you know, she spared Nico's life. Like, right. I, I, I don't know. I just wonder why she didn't kill everybody else. I wonder if that will come out in future episodes. But I mean, Carolyn gives me whiplash. Like, I, I really thought she was going to be into this new man. I was like, a new character. I was like, a love interest for Carolyn. And then she's out here just using him. I was like, of <laughs> course. Like, I always think Carolyn's going to get soft and then she does it. And I'm like, Mia, stop. She's not going to get soft. Like, this woman goes hard, okay? Just accept it. So, so she's I love it. I'm like, give me whiplash, Carolyn. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah you get you get burned when you find a character and like they keep on like betraying you and you you have all this hope for them you're like okay yes. i thought you were gonna be soft and sweet and like just melt in the <laughs> middle but you don't yeah i honestly you guys i really did think that she was dead especially that shot that where the guy's kind of in shock about it and like we it see so blood good. on carolyn and she's asleep or she's just like from the impact or from the sound knocked out I was like, no, she's, she's out cold. I was like, this is, I was like, I was going to be like, I don't know what, what, what's happening next. I was like, I don't know. Every episode we're going to, I was just going to start making a list of all the characters we have. <laughs> and be like, all right, this episode, this person's going to get man. killed. <laughs> I know. And what was so funny, I was, I think I started laughing because he was looking all sad and stuff. And right when he was just like, is she okay? She started coughing like, look, fool, I'm still alive. It was like funny, actually. Let me say, I was like, I, oh, they got us. I was like the producers, they got us with that one because it's such a certain call, but we were all like, oh, wait. <laughs> I was really okay. What is his name? The assistant is he Carolyn's assistant? Jay, I think it is. The, yeah, uh, the, something like that. But I really, I like him. I mean, I think he. I hope he gets like more a bigger role in all of this. I mean, he kind of is already. Yeah. But I like, I love it because you guys know how I feel when I first started watching the show. I was like. They don't have any sort of protection. Like I know they're the intelligence, but I'm like, like they need to be trained how to shoot someone if they have to. They need to be carrying guns when they're out on these like stakeouts, like Carolyn, because yeah. she could have shot Eve first if she had a gun on her. I'm like, y'all need to be trained. Yeah. When he literally turned to Eve and said that, he was like, why aren't any of you trained? I was like, he's my spirit. Animal. Like I love him. <laughs> I was like, he gets it. <laughs> yeah, but Carolyn could have been killed, and I do wonder because they never really tell you who the target is, who the who Villanelle was really sent to go kill. Um, Like you you just kind of get a postcard with like the, just the areas that she's going to be at. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always very curious as to see if like Villanelle does comply or if she does things on her own, like clearly like the accountant needed to be killed, but I feel like they could have asked him a lot more questions, especially since Constantine and all of them kind of need that money. Right. Cause it's it's the Mm. money that belongs to all of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, but then, I mean, I don't know, like, she she was doing a lot of talking, but obviously, if you're the accountant for, like, mass murderers, you're kind of like, okay, you know I'm not going to say anything to you in this car ride, like, right. I mean, you're not going to talking, because you picked me up in the car, like, that part is no, so it was sort of like, okay, I didn't expect you to say anything, so I was like, all right, maybe they're going to take him someplace and torture him, because I'm like, yeah. Obviously, he's not just going to answer because you asked in the car. So now what? (laughs) (laughs) And I do have to say that, Erica, you brought this up in the 60 seconds, but um, Villanelle and Constantine are probably two of my favorite people to see on screen together, especially on this show. Mm -hmm. Just like their relationship is so great. Were you really happy with like how they made them come to how Constantine ended up? I saw a little bit of vulnerability in him, but did you like seeing that side of him terrified of him? Oh yeah, no, I really liked them together because I feel like, you know, um, Constantine and Dushka are sort of like her family. You know what I mean? They're, They're like really the closest thing she has to parents, the closest thing she has towards that sort of parental feeling or whatever. So it's always interesting to see how they interact because, you know, even if they aren't sociopaths or whatever themselves, they're also trained killers, right? So they also, they all have sort of the same thing with Carolyn. It's like, okay, you cool with some people, but 
how close are you going to let anybody give in your line of work? So okay. it's, it's always fun to kind of see them both have like that softer moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love them together. It's so cute. What did you think of them, Maya? I totally agree with that. I agree with everything. <laughs> I know they're so cute. I just love them so, so much. I, I really do. I, I hope that the future episodes kind of brings more of them together because the previous episodes had a lot of Villanelle, especially like last season. It was all basically Constantine and Villanelle, like yeah. at strokes. So I think I could just kind of miss that a little bit, but we are only three seasons in, so I mean, three episodes in. Yeah. Okay, all right, shout out again to ER's grandpa. He says the assistant's name is Mo. So Mo. thank you. <laughs> oh, Mo, thank you. What did I say, Jay? Oh, maybe it's Mo. Freak nose. Because we were totally oh, like, yeah. uh, um, we, we were like kind of treating him the way Carolyn does. It's like, yeah, who are you? What you wearing? I don't know who you are right now. So. Oh my, we did this last time with the boss too. We're like, what's his name? Oh my gosh. Exactly. Find out. I know. They're, totally they're adding these characters in faster than we can comprehend what's going on. Know, I'm like, what right? is happening? They're killing people and putting people in to replace them. And you're just like, okay, this is too much of a shuffle. I'm not getting really distracted here. <laughs> but Erica, you always bring us a little special uh segment every single time and honestly I really do look forward to this every week oh, <laughs> you do such a great job so who do you have for us today all right so today okay so all right so this one is from uh the Philippines okay so all right so this particular assassin <laughs> he oh actually God. I'm not sure because they still have this war on drugs going on in the Philippines. So I'm not really sure. She oh. might still be assassinating people. So she didn't give her name in the article. She's going by Maria because she's still, <laughs> I think she's still working. So basically what has happened, and this original article is coming from like 2016 is when they first reported on this. And I think there have been a lot of um, United Nations kind of protests and amnesty protests regarding this issue. So basically the president of the Philippines got so serious about the war on drugs that the government started hiring people to just kill the drug dealers. So if you needed some extra money, you could just kill a drug dealer and then they would give you some extra money. So this woman, Maria, had started because I guess at some point her husband had done, you know, assassinated a few people. And then at some point, I guess they needed a woman. And so then, you know, her husband was like, you want to do it? And so she decided (laughs) to do it. And so she's done several kills. And so now like, you know, she's getting good and she's making a little bit of money from the government. Cause I think, let me see, do you get, for some reason I want to say you get two, is it 2000? Okay, I'm not sure. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, so. Oh my God. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, wait a minute. They earn up to 20,000 Filipino pesos per hit. Go ahead. Oh. Money, make that money. So, um, <laughs> okay, so they have just basically been, you know, killing people. So now, of course, there is the, you know, the scariness upon the person actually hasn't been convicted of anything. So, you know. I don't know who determines with whether they're truly guilty or not guilty, but yeah. So now they've had, they've hired women and this woman, she's like a housewife or she was, you know, she, she has children basically like, this is just her job, you know, to make yeah. some money for the family. Wow. But yes. In the Philippines, they do have some female hired assassins by the, um, actually hired by the government in this particular case. So 
job equality. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that this was happening in the Philippines. Like, I didn't even know that they were having a war on drugs. So I learned more than just like the assassin and like, you know, about her, but I also learned a little bit more every time she teaches me a little bit more of the world. And I'm like, do I trust the government? Like, do I, do I want to trust the government? <laughs> well, I know. I mean, that was the thing that was so scary about this article is that, you know, it was from a few years ago, like from 20, most of the articles were printed about 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. but you know, as I Googled more, I think they're still killing drug dealers like that. Like, I don't think that that's really changed because now it's just a lot of people, you know, protesting the president of the Philippines and, you know, how inhumane it is and all of this. Um, But, and then what was interesting between this, this assassin had some of Villanelle's same issues because she was like, okay, I want this to be my last kill. I'm going to get this money. I'm going to be done. I'm going to get out. And then I guess who's ever like the head of her little group or her squad or whatever was like, I'm going to kill anybody who leaves the team. So now you kind of stuck being a killer. But now that's just her job, you know? So it's a whole interesting perspective, especially since I think even in our show, you never really know how far the government goes. Like, you know, like supposedly even the U.S. government has people that are hired to be assassins other places. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that, you know, in the Philippines, he's like, look, you go take out, <laughs> I love take out Pookie like, on the corner and I'll give you $20,000. It's like, okay. That's, that's insane. I don't know. I, I, well, thank you, Erica. I really appreciate you. You're like, welcome. So that's, <laughs> that's the deadly woman special segment. <laughs> and Mia, you have our news today. Yes, news and gossip. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so, you know, always leave a little time for our music to play, and then I add some music of my own, and it's fine. Okay, so this week is juicy. I'll try to get through this quick because there's a lot. I mean, clearly, this was like the jam packed episode, so there's a lot to discuss. But um, two words the kiss. So, Sandra O talked to Elle about everything in that scene, and a lot of what you guys said kind of um Sandra O talks about it here so she dropped some gems it's good so she says I don't want to define it about the kiss because it's so many things when the idea came I believed it immediately and it made emotional sense immediately and we enjoyed bouncing around on that bus so like Erica said she's like it must have been fun to shoot I think that was you it might have been you Billy, but yeah, yeah. she said that I thought that was awesome and I was like yep fun to shoot sounds like a good time and also too I, I went to London actually earlier this year and they do we rode the bus all the time like the bus is a way of life oh, so it's, wow. it's so funny like I know here it's like at least like in DC it's like the metro but like and like we're like no one gets in the bus really but like they love their double-decker buses so yeah it must have been an iconic moment too for everybody living in London which is cool, oh, cool. Um, but Sandra O oh also said that was a joy to play you're taking something that we're used to meaning one thing and it suddenly means a million other things Therein lies the great human search for wholeness. It's the essence of drama. This is the thing I've always been interested in, creating the character of a woman who actively makes herself whole. I don't know if she's talking about even Villanelle. They're like pieces of the puzzle. We'll see. Also, okay, I'll, I'll let you guys opt for this and maybe our fans watching or viewers can also comment on this. I found a little bit of tea. It's not a spoiler, but it's like Sandra Oh in this article talks about the end of season three and where it might go. I can, I can say it if you want. It's nothing, it's nothing outright, but it's like how the characters develop. It's a little hint at their arc. You can say no. 
And then I, I'll just I, know. I want to know. What if, I want to know, Erica. Do you what do you think, know? Erica? Sure, go ahead. Okay, if you don't want to hear, just just cover your ears like a little no, kid. No, I want to hear. Go ahead. Okay, so it's all our viewers out there. All right, so she says, in some ways. When you're free, you can walk away. You're free from any type of relationship or system when you understand that you're not being ruled by an unconscious attachment and desire. And neither of them are. She's talking about Eve and Villamel. But I will say at the end of the season, it does shift. The uncontrolled reaction of episode three is familiar territory for them both. But they've shifted by the end of season three and their relationship drops a decibel. I was like, what? I'm kind of equating it to war. I fought for one side and you fought for another side, but we both went through this war. So in some ways they can only find solace and understanding from each other. For Eve, it's the question of who really knows me? Who do I count on? Who can I trust? So that's the tea on that. And also, okay, I, I couldn't find this anywhere else, but The Sun, which is um, an English publication, the head writer, Suzanne Heathcate, told them, or it was like stated in this article, that she says the show could carry on with or without one or both of its lead actresses. <gasps> I said, excuse me? Mm, okay. No, it can't. But we'll see. <laughs> so I don't know what any of this means, but... Um, Again, that's what press is giving us right now. Oh my so gosh. It's Thank about to get you. spicy. Girl. You're welcome. Well, now you're just completely changed at my predictions. Like now I was like, I was so sad about where I was going to go with predictions. And I'm like, well, Mia just kind of like blew. <laughs> she also could have just been said it, saying that. I hope so. Yeah. That's what I told myself at night. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God. Oh gosh. That's exciting. I mean, I'm very, I always love knowing that if I think something's going one direction and it ends up going a completely different way, I'm down for it. I know that they're going to do a great job of wrapping it up every single time that they end the season, you know, they pick it right up. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I haven't been disappointed yet. I've always been left with like, oh, that was a pretty damn good season. <laughs> yeah. Which brings us to predictions. All right, guys. I mean, we got, we got here. I mean, we got a couple more episodes to get. There's a lot. There's still a lot to unpack. I mean, we still haven't really figured out, you know, who the 12 are, you know, who is really behind everything. You talked a little bit about their relationship. What do you guys think is going to happen? I mean, I don't know if anyone else significant is going to get killed in the next episode, but maybe, I don't know. It could be. It could happen. <laughs> it almost happened this episode. <laughs> I'm like, please, not again. I can't yeah, handle what it. You, what do you think? What do you have for the group for next episode? Well, I think Villanelle will find her family. Because I feel like she, she moves quick. I don't think it's going to be a few episodes down. I think it's going to be next episode. And then I think her and Eve might have a passing by. Or either Eve will leave her a clue and find her. Or Villanelle will leave another teddy bear. Who knows? Um, and then I also think the daughter, Carolyn's daughter, is going to have more of a role too. I think she's going to pop up in some unexpected way, or either as emotional support, moving her character, Carolyn's character forward. We'll see. I think there's a lot of room to grow now. What do you think, Erica? Um, okay, so interesting, interesting. Okay, so I think um, as we move forward, well, one, I still believe that the okay, and if someone in the comments, um, ER Grandpa, if you know. The um, the name of the the head, the black head newspaper guy. So what's his, if you guys know his name, let me know. I keep forgetting his name. Oh my, I looked I it up and forgot. I still feel like he's gonna hook up with somebody. So either he's gonna hook up with Eve or he's gonna hook up with Carolyn. Because I don't feel like he was that uncomfortable walking in on her naked. Like he just seemed like whatever. I'll wait for it at the table. <laughs> so I think. And so it's interesting because I think it would be age appropriate if he got with Carolyn. So I think he's gonna, you know, it's something about him. I feel like he's gonna be somebody's like 
you know, play toy before the end of the season. Um, I think that uh, somehow Eve um, Villanelle, I think, may be tied to what happened to Kenny. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like there has to be some way that their cases kind of intersect or whatever, where they have to kind of make some sort of choice. Um, so, because I feel like if, if she was responsible or if she was there or something or whatever, then that might mean something different to Eve and her feelings for her. And um, so, yeah, who knows? Maybe Carolyn will end up sleeping with Mo and it won't be the other guy. Who knows? But <laughs> I feel like Carolyn is going to get it in before the end of the season. <laughs> Well, I mean, you guys kind of touched on everything I wanted to say for predictions. I mean, like when it came to Villanelle and Eve and even with Carolyn. So I'm just hoping for a lot more humor and I guess sexual yeah. tension, more of that. That that yes. was really amazing for this episode. But, you know, if they kill more people who I care about, like Nico, I wonder I wonder if he's going to come back or not. Like that's mm. an also, he's always been a question mark for me. Yeah. Um, so we'll I agree. I agree. Because I'm always like, Nico is just taking up space. So either he needs to like be betraying somebody or he needs to be a killer himself. Maybe he'll turn into a serial killer. Like Stop Nico playing. has always been boring since the first day. So Nico, if you come back, please do something. Better. I love you, Nico. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being with us. I'm Delia Gomez. You guys can find me on social media at the Delia Gomez. Mia, where can they find you? Hello everyone, thanks again for watching. I'm Mia, you can find me on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia or Instagram at yours truly Mia. And Erica, we're gonna find you. Thank you, hi you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Erica Edwards and you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. Thank you guys so much, it's been a blast. Can't wait till next week. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.